Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Cast. I am Jason Felgerber. Thank you so much for being with us. Today on the podcast, we've got the Brothers Foreman. We've got Zach and we've got Jack on. And sounds like we got Buster in the background. On to talk about the last couple of days at camp, including last year's five-year night ceremony, which was so special as we inducted new members of our five-year club. And we talked all about it on the podcast. So really hope you enjoy it. Please listen to my episode with Zach and Jack. But first, as always, Miles Probst. Here we are. We are in studio. It's a midday podcast. Usually we say good evening. It is not the evening. It is Sunday, lazy day Sunday. And I've got the Foreman brothers in the house, Zach and Jack. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing pretty good, Jason. How are you? Thank you for asking. I'm great. Um, can you guys introduce yourselves? Like, give the people some information. Who are you? Why? Yeah. Why? How? Anything you want to add to that? Years at camp, cabin you're in. Hi, my name is Zach Fermo, and I'm in cabin two. <laughs> Wait, what's your name? Zach Foreman. There you go. I'm in cabin two. This is my fifth year at camp, and my favorite sport is hockey. Nice. Toe drag release. Um, what? What was that? Yeah, toe drag release. It's is that his a favorite skiing? thing. Why? What does that mean? That's what I found my back of Kawaga jersey. It's, toe drag release? Well, is that I put a toe thing? drag. Yeah, it's a hockey it thing. It sounds like a water ski thing. Too for some reason I don't know why. You're gonna have to ask Provis about that. That's how little I know about water skiing. Um, Okay, so now we know you. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Hi, if you don't know me, I'm Jack Foreman, Zach's older brother, one of Jason's closest friends and companions. (laughs) Uh, Is that what we're bringing to this? Okay, just (laughs) now I know the the vibe of of what we're doing. Um, Yeah, it's my tenth summer at the friendly confines. Uh, Third year at staff. Happy to be back. Uh, Are you excited for your the ten year celebration? I'm very excited. I'm I'm especially excited for that rain jacket. It's a good jacket. Good jacket, and I get a lot of rain at school. So which is where use, Illinois? Okay, a lot of rain in Champaign. A lot of rain in the Champaign. Um, okay, so before so Zach, you asked to come and talk about five year night, which we will because that's the most important thing. But go back to the beginning of the day yesterday. Let's talk about let's talk about what happened at camp. Yesterday. Well, yesterday morning, we just had our usual Big Ten. Right. And then um, later at lunch, like, they announced that we're going to be playing Ojibwa first in uh, volley- Council Volleyball, and then it turned into 16A Volleyball. Right. We did Council Volleyball, 16A Volleyball, and then 16A and B Softball, right? Yep. Um, recap it. How'd it go So in your um, mind? Volleyball did not turn out as expected. Like, what did you expect? I expect us to be Ojibwa. Why? Hey, counselors or campers? Counselors. Why? Because we're the better camp. Do you think so? Yes. Okay. So what? I, like, what happened then? Um. So I think we lost the first game like twenty-one 
16-18. It was a pretty first close game, but I think the second game was like 21-13. like 13. And, Yeah, I think yeah. at the end of the day... Well, Jack, what were your thoughts? Well, I was going to say, I think we went into the game with a lot of confidence, and we got some guys on the team who are dominant at volleyball. I mean, if you've ever seen Ryan Furman go up for a hit, he goes in the air and it's majestic. He's got the whole form down, but Ojibwa came to play. They had this one kid, I think his name was Ethan. Um, his serves were textbook. It would be a jump serve over the net short every time. And then when he would go up for a spike, it would be right down and I think that's sort of set the tone. And yeah, Ojibwa just seemed polished. Yeah, like they they were moving around well. They were communicating well, and they had a few guys who could really play, who could like really play. And it we showed flashes, but it seemed like every time we got within two or three points and maybe got a side out, they would just get it right yeah. back. Like they never, we were never super in it. Right. It seemed like, um, but our guys played hard. And there was energy there. I think we have a lot to learn. Like, we the sportsmanship was good, and the like that type of stuff was actually better than than I expected. It always sucks to lose, but I think we got stuff to to play off of as we move forward. Did you watch that game, Zach? Oh, I watched both games. Who then... so who played well for Menominee? Let's shout some people out. Um, who played re- for both counselor and camper? For counselors, and then we'll move on to campers. Uh, for counselors, um, Ryan Furman, of course. Yeah, he was great. But uh, Ethan Mann was really good at just like bumping it up in the air for like an extra pass. Yeah, great libero. What does that mean? Uh, so libero's um the back row player. It's a special player. Usually they would wear a different jersey or something. But okay. Basically, he commands the back row, and he did a great job of it. Very communicative. Okay. If that's a word. I didn't know that that was a thing, so I'm learning yeah. something today. Uh, okay, then we had Camper 16A Volleyball, and Ojib was really good. Yeah. I think that, that is the gist of it. Like, they had a couple players who I would imagine play at least varsity at their high schools and, like, seem to just completely dominate mm-hmm. the game. Right. Yeah. Do they have a sport like we have softball? I mean, they are. They're no. They're just a very athletic camp. They're a very good basketball camp. Mm, okay. Um, always have been. Always been really good at basketball, and obviously they're good volleyball players too. Like our guys played hard that first game. We I think at one point it was nineteen all, or we were down nineteen eighteen, and then we took it to twenty nineteen. We were chasing one to get to twenty one. And then the guy just like served in. Yeah, like yeah. he served for the win. And then Kaplan like just like tried to bump it up but then it like accidentally hit off. Um yeah. Chase Kaplan? Yeah, Chase Kaplan. Yeah. We it was really close that first game. Um who who played well? Let's shout out some campers. Um Chase Kaplan was good at just like commanding the ball. Um another good player, Daniel Gofcap. He yeah. was really getting around with the ball. To the front. And, and I then, thought I thought Asher Diamond played really well. Oh, yeah, and Ryan Wheel was playing really good. Yeah. I feel like he was keeping the team up to, mm-hmm. like, not fall down, and he just kept trying to keep the energy up. Yeah. I thought Charlie Sanford had a great game. Did he? Yeah. Amazing. Good in the front row. And, yeah, we, we were with him one point in that first game, lost it 21-19. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, we're just kind of outmatched in the second one. Their, their guys just came out and... It, it wasn't really close in the second game. 
Um, but our guys played hard. And I like that I like that we can do this before the Kawaga competition and see what we're made of and what we gotta work on and actually like test ourselves a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. liked it. It was like a it was an a small intro to what Kawaga's gonna be. And yeah. I really liked it. And then we played softball. Sixteen A, sixteen B. Our sport. Um which one did you watch? Um so I watched a little bit of 16A, but then my dad was over at 16. Uh, he was apparently, someone said that he was at 16B, so I went to go over there, but he wasn't there. Yeah. And then I had a long conversation with John Peltz while watching the game, and then we won. Okay. So we won We won both softball games, I think, 9-6, to six, maybe in both of them? 9-4 and A. 9-4 and A. And then in uh, 16B, we won like 9-4, to three, four, I think. I was guess. it? Or 9-6, something like that. Yeah, around was, that. So when you were watching B, I didn't get to watch a lot of that. Who who was good? Like who played well? Um, well, Mason Ostliner, the pitcher. Yeah. He was really getting everything on dot. Like he was consistent strikes. And he was locked in. He was still like playing and he was getting the passes to the first. Okay. And then in the outfield, Braden Subran was doing really well. Mm. Same with um Dylan Pelt. And I think they had just uh, they were play- outplaying them in a lot of ways. Thanks for coming with the names. That's big. Were you coaching either of them, or you were just a spectator yesterday? Um, I was just a spectator. I was spending a little time with my dad, but when I did see the game, mm-hmm. um, I watched a bit of A. Uh, the outfield was locked down. I don't think I saw a single ball go out there that so wasn't who is caught. It? it was Agins in left. Agins in left. Um, Sposs in center. Spencer Auslander, Yeah, for those who don't know. Voss. And then, yeah, Nate Voss. Nate and right. Making his right. 16A. Um, yeah. The 16A guys played great. Um, Asher Diamond pitched great. Mm-hmm. Tyler Field was awesome at shortstop. At yeah. one point, he turned a, a double play, like a tag out, boom, throw to first. That was a really big spot. Um, Danziger hit the ball incredibly. Like, he just, every hit. As always. Like, line drives, hardened on the ground, drove guys in, scored runs. Um yeah, they were all just super polished. It wasn't even, it wasn't that, like, they're not that pressure packed, not that whatever. They just kind of went and took care of business, which mm-hmm. was great. Um, so, yeah, we technically, campers, we, we are up two games to one. Um, we're going to play them in basketball on Tuesday before counselor softball. I, I understood it was tomorrow. No. no. Tomorrow is counselor basketball. Against Kawaga. Oh, uh, against Kawaga. Okay. Tuesday is camper basketball and counselor softball at Ojibwe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So why was your dad at camp? Um, he was there. Well, it was actually his first time giving the jacket. Unfortunately, he couldn't come for Jack, but I was really happy he get to came for me, mm-hmm. and I'm glad. But like, what was talk about talk about the event, the jackets. Like, what was happening yesterday? Um. Well, last night was five year night. Yeah. And I think 17, actually 19 people got inducted. Yeah, a little 19. sneak attack at the wow. end. Um, yeah, 19 five-year inductees. Um, when did you get your jacket? I got my jacket in 2017 when I was, I'm pretty sure I was 12. No, 12? 13? 13. Yeah. I mean, he's a better memory than I do. So I was 13. He has one up on me. Nice. Um, okay, so yeah, the five-year ceremony, I think, is one of the most special things we do right alongside the 10-year ceremony. We bring everyone into Was Hall. We talk about loyalty. We introduce all the the six-year and up guys who we have just quick numbers, like close to 50 
ish, six year and and up guys at, at camp, wow. starting with Woody at 32 years and all the way down to all of our six year guys. And then we inducted the five year club. Right. Can you name any of your let's see how good your memory is. Um, so the one in my cabin was Zach Field when mm-hmm. we started together in like 2018. And then um, Dylan Peltz, Mason Oslander, Daniel Gulfcat, Zach Danziger, Nate Voss, Jay Money, Jason Anderson, mm-hmm. Mason Oslander, Ethan Schwartz. You're doing pretty good. That's Matt, nine so far. Max Agins. Max Agins, Chase Kaplan, Jackson Merchant. Yeah. And I think Daniel Gelfgat. Yeah. Oh, I said that. You said that? Uh yeah. Andrew Morris. Oh yeah. Neo Schneider. Braden Subrin. Emilio Quintanal. Lex Malkin. Uh Aiden Znowski wasn't here, but this was his fifth year at right. camp. But everyone that um gets inducted, you choose someone to give you your jacket, right? Yeah. And the reason your dad got to give you your jack is because your dad's in the five year club. He went five years, which is so cool. Like if you're if you're a part of the five year club, you can give a jacket to someone who's getting inducted. So your dad was up. Stu Oslander was up for Mason. Tom Field was up for for Zach. Jeff, Jeff Morris was up yep. for Andrew. John Peltz was up for for DP. Um, am I missing? Uh, Malcolm. Yes. Well, so Lex, Lex Malkin was a first session camper and actually came back up to get his jacket, which yeah. I think was kind of cool. So his dad got to see the ceremony. Um, am I forgetting any ones that had dads here? I don't think so. No. But it's a, I think that's a really special thing. Um, then we went to Lumpy's for pizza. Shout outs. Any highlights of... How was the pizza? It was pretty good. Pretty it was good? very cheesy. Okay. Very and cheesy. And it was a, it was a little hot, but cheesy and hot. Point. I guess it's better than like not cheesy and cold. Yeah. Salt, good crust. There was a lot Gotta of cheese. Crust. Crust. A lot of cheese. Um and then we yeah, we have our little ceremony. We don't need to talk about what happens there. You gotta be we in don't? a five year club to uh to experience that. But we do a little ceremony with the five year guys and um shout some people out and have a have a time together. I want to know. Oh, well, you actually weren't there last night. I was you? not. I Yeah, we don't have to talk about why. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, I was there for the ceremony. I inducted all of the the campers, then wasn't able to, to be there for pizza. But, oh, what we didn't talk about was I inducted my parents into the five-year club. That was the, the 19th and this 18th and 19th people. I actually bought them five-year jackets years ago, like after my fifth year as the owner. Mm. But they haven't been here for a five-year ceremony so i haven't told i didn't tell them that i bought them jackets and they've just been yeah. sitting in my closet and this year they were here and so it worked out the retros yeah yeah they the, have the like one of them was og 17 and one of them was 19 maybe um With the classic menominee yeah yeah i really like that one yeah yeah we're, we're calling uh activities hold on a sec hey can we turn off the porch speaker please or we could do it with uh, the Peanuts music. Oh, there we go. Yeah, No, that was a very special moment. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And they didn't know it was coming. I didn't really tell anyone except like Tombs and Pam that it was happening. Naturally. Um, yeah, and that was really nice. And then today we've just had Lazy Day Sunday. So what is Lazy Day? There's a lot of new people. This is the first week of podcasts. So for mm. all the new people, best parts of Lazy Day. Um. Breakfast is big on locks, yeah, which is pretty good. Danish, Danish, full lazy day breakfast, and then you got the others like fruit, yogurt, cereal, yeah. which is always there. 
But What's different about Lazy Day Breakfast than other breakfasts besides well, the food? First is they don't call at 8.30, which is when breakfast usually starts from Monday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. They call at 8.30 and they say the mess hall is now open for breakfast. But instead now they only call it at 9.45 for the last call. Yeah. And breakfast ends at 10. So you can roll into breakfast anytime between 8.30 and 10 pretty much. Yeah. In your robe, in your pajamas, onesies, whatever you got. Still need yeah. a shirt though. I was online today for uh, Sunday, which is basically the people who serve it. So I have to get there early so I can right. eat and prep and everything. And every single day, no matter which day of the week it is, at 8 o'clock, there's 10 kids lined outside the mess hall just waiting yeah. to get in every single time. They and have I, like a meeting. They bring chairs out there. Yeah, they bring chairs. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I've seen cards out there. I mean, it's... I, there I, are early risers just getting ready for, for breakfast. Yeah. Um, then we did cabin activities this morning. Uh, Zach, what did your cabin do? Uh, we did archery, like the goal. So the goal thing you talked about this morning was yeah. like try to set a goal for the cabin. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to get shoot 25 plus at archery. Nice. How'd so you do? So our whole cabin, I got a 20, like nine, and I don't usually shoot archery. Nice. I use a new bow. See, Menominee first. That's awesome. Oh, is that one of the... Uh, the lax. Nice. Is that working? Mm. Um, I love that. Uh, Great. And then we did Camper Council, which we might put on the podcast later, depending on the content and the taste involved. Um, And then tonight we're going to go out to the way. I'm really hyped for the way. Are you? And we got later hot dog cookout Sundays on Sundays. Yeah. So the way you want to anyone want to talk about the way for new people? The Way is a big bonfire that everyone in camp goes around, and they, well, they first shout out, like, a trait of the Menominee Way Mm -hmm. around, so it's, like, heart, sportsmanship, leadership, determination, attitude, and spirit. Nice. Great job. They, um, people go around it, and then they, they, first they call out people for, like, um, being a certain like trait, yeah, and then we, it's usually yeah. like one person per like age group, usually or like like two intermediates, three seniors, and like a, right. a counselor, staff, and member. those are people who like went above and beyond exhibiting that trait. Yeah, that week. yeah, it's yeah. really special. And then how do we end it? We end it with a key log ceremony that Tom and Tom Adler brought to camp, and it's just like little wood like chips. That people like throw in the key log and they say, I throw this key log in fire for like my family or yeah. they like yeah. throw it in for something they're thankful, f- they're grateful for or like. As long as the key log ceremony can be, I always appreciate it because people can admit something, share something, like really open up. To I, everyone. I, I love it. Cool. I love the way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like at camp you do so much yeah. so rapidly that it's really easy to sort of get lost into the flow of camp. Mm. But the way is a nice time each week to sort of reset, look back on the week and think, you know, I really appreciate like how this day went with that person. And I thought they've been doing a good job. So it's a good point of reflection and it sort of helps to set each week in stone. That that was a perfect way to to recap it. I don't even need to say anything else. That was great. Zach, I think we could end it on that, don't you? Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? I love this camp. Love it. Do you also love this camp? I also love this camp. Perfect. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. I appreciate it. Um, For Zach, for Jack, and for the love of camp, I'm Jason Felgraber. Good night, everybody.